Don't let these tears fool you. It's all dog around this mug. I'm good. <laughs>
And I don't care how good the Saints defense can or is. I, I don't care. I don't care how good they can be or how good they are. I do not care. The Saints will not win anything. Nothing. Zip, zilch, nada until Dennis Allen and P. Carmichael are gone. Now you can believe it. You can buy into it. You can try to make it seem like it's not what it is, but it is what it is. These two dudes are losers. 100% grade A losers. And, you know, I can see why I can, I will never, ever. Well, let, let, let's hear from this loser right now. This, 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 is, this is local loser Dennis Allen. Hold on, let me put it on the screen. You know, I, I thought, um, I didn't think we, could, we, we weren't converting third downs offensively, which was a challenge. I don't think we got off the field defensively third downs. I thought our tackling was, was you know, not very good, um, particularly in the first half. Um, so, you know, we, we've got to, we've got to, we've got to execute better. Um, and look, there's a lot of, there's a lot of dirty hands that are involved in that performance. And, and, um, uh, obviously it starts with me. So, you know, I've got to make sure that we, we put a better product out there on the field next time we show up. Yeah, it seems like four weeks on, you got to kind of struggle to be consistent on offense. Is there like a, a commonality here, like going through four games? Yeah, look, I mean, obviously it's, you know, primarily it, it, it goes to execution. Um, and yeah, it's, it's you know, look, it's frustrating because we, we, you know, we're going to have to score points to win games. And um, so far it hadn't been good enough. So we've got to figure that out. Well, look, I, I think there's, when you, when you get beat like that, I mean, you know, you got to look at it all. You know, uh, I mean, um, if you just said it was all on the execution, then then that would look like a, a freaking cop out, right? You know, um, so I think we've got to be better in a lot of areas. Not during the game, I didn't. Um, you know, he got a little sore there at the end. Um, I, I'm not feeling these. I, wait a minute, hold on, time out. You know, there's probably a couple of. I'm not feeling these softball ass questions, man. Look. Talk up. Let's 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 get let's dive deep into this. Let's talk about Pete Carmichael. I need to hear these boys talking about Pete Carmichael. That's what I need to hear. What we gonna do about the the offensive play calling? That's what I want to hear. I don't want to hear about no Derek Carr and how his arm. Like nah, nah, bump all that. Nah, bump all that, man. Let let's hear the real deals. Bump all these softball ass questions they they ask. Throws where I felt like it might have come up a little bit short, you know, and I don't know that that was. I don't know that was relative to the to the shoulder or not. Sort of she referenced the reason that went yeah. in at the end. Yeah. Tino didn't seem to be as comfortable there early in the game. Yeah, we yeah, we felt like we had a little something there and and look, every we had some drives that we had we had, you know, got a little momentum, got got a few things going, and then for one reason or another, um, you know, we kind of stalled out and, um, you know, we got to get, that's got to be fixed because, you know, we've got to be able to get down in the red area and we got to be able to score touchdowns when we get down there. Yeah, it's frustrating, you know, um, especially when you get them in 
you know, longer yardage uh, situations. Um, I thought there was way too many times where, you know, the quarterback was just running around, running around, running around and buying time. Um, and, uh, you know, it's hard to hold up in coverage for that long. So we got to be better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, the point was there, get the ball just off the goal line. That was all we were trying to do. Get the ball off the goal line to where we could just take a knee and get out of the half. That was the, that was the, the plan there. Um, you know, obviously we can't have the fumble in that situation. Um, I thought that was a huge play in the game. Did you feel like the officials made the right call with that particular play where they Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't I don't know the answer to that. Um, kind of in hindsight, you touched on this a minute ago, but uh, you and Derek were saying his ability to play or whether he plays hinges on how functional he could be. Looking back now, do you feel like he Yeah, I don't think there was I don't think there was anything in there that made me feel like, you know, he can't play the, the did he miss some throws? Yeah, he missed some throws. Um, you know, is it rel relative or related to the, the shoulder injury? Uh, I can't tell you that, you know. So um, I thought we had some opportunities in the game, and I don't think we took advantage of all the opportunities that we, that we had. I thought probably, um, you know, when he, when he kind of went out Thursday and was able to get with the trainers and throw the ball a little bit and, you know, said he felt good. So, um you know, and then obviously, you know, Friday, the way he came out and, and, and threw the ball around. I mean, I didn't see anything on Friday that would tell me that, you know, he wouldn't be available, you know, to play. And so kind of wanted to see how he felt on Saturday after getting a little bit of work and then make sure on Sunday. So how did choosing him as your quarterback affect the game plan? I mean, obviously there were 13 passes to Al there. Yeah, I don't think that I don't think that was a, a major factor in the in the game plan. I mean, obviously we wanted to get the ball to Alvin. Um, you know, I thought there were some plays to be had with, with him. Um, but look, overall, I mean, we, we, you know, we didn't move the ball well enough. We didn't score enough points. Um, we didn't stop him enough defensively. Coach, four weeks in, is it, is it fair to say that you don't have an identity on offense? And do you, is that, if that's true, does that, how much does that concern Um, yeah, it, 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 it's a concern. Um, you know, we've got to, we've got to, as, co as coaching staff, we got to do a better job of figuring out, you know, what we're going to be able to do, what we can do well. Uh, and we've got to be able to go out and execute those things. Cause you know, right now we're not, we're not scoring enough points. Um, and we know that, and we know we've got to be better at that. So we'll get back and work hard to try to figure out what we can do better and uh, you know, how we can, how we can put some points on the board. Yeah, it seems like Well, look, let's go back and watch the tape and let's see where where we made our our, our issues, where our challenges were um, and and what we can, you know, try to figure out what we can do better. I mean, it's hard to say coming right off the, you know, right off the field. So um, there's been some things that we've done well. Um, I just don't think we've been consistent enough. Yeah, look, I, I, I'm not going there. Wait a minute. Who, who asked that question? Who asked that question? 
that that was probably the best question I heard during this press conference. I don't know who did it. I, I don't know who just asked that question, but that probably was the best question they've asked him during this press conference. There, um, you know, we'll go and we'll we'll look and see um, what we could have done better, all of us, coaches and players, um, and then we'll go from there. I thought it was much better in this game. I did. Yeah, he kind of tweaked his. What, what did he say? What What did he say? Hold on. Did he say that the, the play calling was better? In, wait, hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. I know I ain't just hear what I thought. I heard what I heard what I thought. Let me. Yeah, look, I, I, I'm not going there. Um, you know, we'll go and we'll, we'll look and see um, what we could have done better. All of us coaches and players, um, and then we'll go from there. I thought it was much better in this game. I did. What? Yeah. Man, get, man, bro, man, get this dude up, man. Man, get this dude off my screen. Get him off my screen. Get him off. Get him off. Get him off. Get him off my screen. Get him, get him out of here. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Did this dude really just sit up here and say, that the offensive play calling was better in this game. You freaking moron. You just scored nine points as an offense. And the play call. This man said that the play calling was better in this game. And this team scored nine points. Nine. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your head coach. This is the head coach of New Orleans State, Dennis Allen, who feels that nine points in a game. That He's saying that they had really good – the play calling was better and a team can only score nine points. Man, let me open up the phone lines, man. I'm, I, am, I am beyond done. I'm beyond done. I don't know who asked that last question. And I, I give I give credit to Underhill too. He asked, he said, what can you do to improve? They're not going to do anything because this dude is a coward. You know what I'm saying? Like a real coach would hold his offensive coordinator accountable or get this dude up out of town. The Saints need to let P. Carmichael go. They, they need to fire him. They need to fire him. Simple. It's, it's simple. It, it's, it's no if, ands, or maybes. It's simple. Fire him. Let him go. This is not it. This is not it. This ain't it. We joke about teams being in a Kayla Williams sweet states. Damn. Maybe the Saints are in a Kayla Williams sweet states. Seriously. Because that's where you're going to be. That's where you're going to be when it's all said and done because you can't move the freaking football. And you can tell. You can tell by the offense. You can tell the line. You can tell the receivers. None of them believe that whatever Pete Carmichael is calling is going to work. You see lots of days of go out running. You see dudes not really giving it their all because, number one, they got a quarterback. God bless him. But he holds on to the ball too long. And even if you're open, he's so hell bent on throwing it to, I guess, like the hot receiver, I guess, that he don't even see check downs and guys in the middle of the field. But then, you know what I'm saying, you're supposed to go out there and put your best foot forward in, in the defense. These dudes go out here and bust their tails 
quarter after quarter, down after down, only for you to realize in the back of your mind that your offense can't move the football. I'm done with both of these dudes. Like, seriously, I will continue to do the State of the Saints podcast because I love y'all and I love the Saints. But these dudes are losers, bonafide, certified losers. They may not be able to tell you that in, in the media, most of them, but I'm going to tell you here, I don't give a damn about no credentials. I don't give a damn about any of that stuff, okay? Because your boy is certified regardless. The fact of the matter is, if that means that I got to kiss ass, if that means that I have to give you watered-down versions of what this team actually is, keep your little credentials. We cool over here calling Coastal Carolina games. But what you talking about? This man said that the play calling looked better, and these boys scored nine points what a freaking loser dennis allen you are p carmichael you are losers app look losers both of you anybody that's trying to make this thing work you got a losing mentality too yes i just said that if you're trying to make ways in order to make any one of these guys work guess what you have conformed yourself to being a loser. Absolute. Look, I don't care if this man was the second coming of Rex Ryan, Buddy Ryan. I, I don't. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Meg Ryan, Private Ryan. I could care less. I don't care how your defense look. You do not sacrifice your team because one side of the football looks good. But at the same time, the guy who is behind this is making your team look like some straight up, straight up, 100% scrubs. Scrubs. I don't care what type of defense you calling. I don't care if you can sacks here, sacks there, sacks everywhere. And if, to be honest with you, yeah, they, they play decent defense. But are the dogs hunting up front? Hell no. Are, are these boys lurking in the linebacker room? Hell no. I mean, when you see Jonathan Abram out there covering, it, 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 it's going to get pretty bad. I don't care what this dude is as a defensive coordinator. I do not care. Get this bum out of here. Pete Carmichael, there's not a play that he can call that will convince me that he is what the Saints need as an offensive coordinator. Get these two bums out of here. Out. Get them out of here. I, I don't care. Like you can sit on your you can sit on your shows and your podcasts and all that kind of stuff and try to convince people that this is the answer and what's going on with the team. Stop doing this to these folks. Stop doing this to these folks, man. I get it. When when you get in bed with, with organizations and they're giving you stuff on the side and you're getting this information and it's exclusive access, you don't want to lose that. But I would rather lose that then sit up here and know for a fact that what I'm seeing is not the answer. Anybody that's selling these two losers to the masses, they need to do some self-reflecting themselves. The Saints aren't the only thing that needs to be looking in the mirror. They, 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 somebody else needs to be looking in the mirror too. Because if you can't call a spade a spade today on the first day of October that these dudes are losers, then take your cords. Take your cords, wrap them joints up, go put them in a closet because there is no use for you. Keep it real. These boys are losers.
Open it up the phone lines now. Open it up the phone lines. Stop, stop selling these, stop selling these fans' dreams. Oh, well, such and such said it ain't really that bad. So I guess it really ain't that bad. Nah, bro, it's really that bad. It's really that bad. It is it's it is bad. It is terrible. These boys look horrible. I don't care. Four weeks into the season. We got look, there's a month of football that we're talking about right here. This is a month of football. A tiger does not change their stripes. Conservative offensive coordinator, conservative ass coach. Guess what? Your team is conservative. Stop trying to fit a what a square peg into a round hole. Stop trying to make this team something that they are not. These boys are losers. Plain and doggone simple. Straight up bona fide certified losers is what these boys is as a staff organization and mother loving crew. And there's not a person on here that can convince me otherwise. If you want to talk about the defense and keep Dennis Allen because the defense look good. Bruh, keep that losing logic where you, where is that? That is like for real. This dude, like this dude made coach defense, but he is the overseer of the team. He is the head coach. He is the head coach. So I'm not trying to jeopardize the overall team in crucial situations and, and clutch situations. I'm not trying to jeopardize this team just because this dude not a coach some defense. He can get his defensive coaching ass out of here and find some other team. Seriously, no cap, no filter. How you doing, man? No cap, no filter. Can you hear me? All right, we're going to move on. We got Saints. Saints, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, TJ. How are you? All right, what you got for us, man? Man, I, I saw that game, and it was just – the play calling was just god-awful. The O-line surprisingly did okay. Nothing too good. But, I mean, Derek Carr was playing terrible. The play calling was awful. It was good to see AK back. You know, he kind of did a little bit of his thing. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I, I agree. Coaching staff, clean them all out. Grab all them lockers, everything. Ship them straight out of here. They suck. I want these dudes out. Saints, so I, I want I want these dudes out. Like, for real. There, there's not a person here tonight that could convince me that the, any one of these dudes are the answer. You can't fix this. These, like, bro. They got Chris Olave. Did Chris Olave get a catch in this game at all? Did he? No, he did not. Did he? You, you got to be freaking kidding me. You got to be freaking kidding me. Let, let, let me make sure that Chris Olave, one catch, four yards on five targets. And, you know, the sad thing is, is that if you saw Chris Olave's face the whole entire time, it was like no matter what they called for him, he knew he was going to get the ball. And that's the sad part. When your star receiver – has that type of body language because the offensive play calling is that terrible. Trash. There, there's and, no excuse. There, there, but, is no, there is no excuse for a guy with this type of talent and this type of ability to not be able to get more than one catch. There, there's absolutely. no excuse. There's no excuse at all. Like this, this is like, P. Carmichael needs to be fired like tonight. Like seriously, dead, dead serious. This dude needs to go. Like, I, you probably gonna end up like 
you know, figuring out what you're going to do with Dennis Allen at the end of the year. But P. Carmichael needs to go. Like, seriously. Like, this yep. dude needs to go. I, I would rather have Ronald Curry give it a shot because, quite honestly, you're probably not going to go anywhere anyway based on the offensive staff that you actually have. So get this dude up out of here. And the next, you know what I'm saying, towards the end of the season, let Dennis Allen, you know, with his defensive coach himself, let him find another job somewhere and bring in a guy who is a leader of men and a guy that can actually get a coordinator, rather if he's going to be one calling the offense or get somebody else. But you need a leader of men. Dennis Allen is not a leader of men. What in that press conference, my friend, what in that press conference have you seen that gives you the optimism to look forward to week five against the what the New England Patriots they playing? What what gives you what gives you that type of confidence that they're gonna get this thing fixed? Nothing. Uh, none at all. Not not uh, not a damn thing. That that dude, honestly, this dude is sitting up there like he just lost his best friend. That's loser mentality because he's a loser. And Pete Carmichael was a loser. Straight up. Yo, you got I anything agree. else, man? Man, one last thing I got to say pretty much is that I hear a lot of people blaming this defense, but I can't really blame the defense because if you know anything about being on the court or even on a football field, if you're on the court and you're just getting dogged on on three-pointers and you're playing your tail off on defense, but you can't produce shit on offense, what do you expect? Hmm. Man, pathetic. It's absolutely pathetic, man. And one more thing, TJ. What do you think of us handling the ball tool? Fullback. <laughs> I said, I said this at halftime, man. I said you got Taysom Hill. Who, who on what? Who was that? A third and one? Or was yeah, that a fourth and one? one? I, I can't remember. It was a third and one, fourth and one. I believe it was a third. He, and he, one. Just, he just shows you that he can convert, right? You got Alvin Kamara who came back. You got Kendra Miller who's a battering ram running back, and you choose to go with Adam Prentice, no catching. No carrying ass. What are you doing? Like, what, I don't what are you know doing? Why he's on that roster, like, to be honest? Bro, this dude missed the pass. He was wide the free open. I'm talking about he just flicked, like, Derek Carr just flicked. You know, you, you flick a ball, you know what I'm saying? You throw a salt to your, yeah, your little, little niece, your nephew, your daughter, your son. You know, here you go, man. They can catch that. This man, like, my goodness. What, I mean, what are you doing? What the hell are you doing? Oh, <laughs> it was bad. It was I pretty mean, bad. Come on, man. Like, what? It, like, uh, bro, pathetic. But, but, thank you, Absolutely. man. I got a few more phone, uh, phone calls to get to, man. But Absolutely. thank you, TJ. All right, take care, man. These boys went with Adam freaking Prentice. Adam freaking Prentice on a goal line situation. You got Kamara, Kendra Miller. Hell, you even got Derek Carr. Like Taysom Hill. But you roll with Adam freaking Prentice. That the, the, mm. man, let me let me read the donation, and then we'll uh, go back to the phone lines. Uh, I agree, TJ. This comes from uh, Edwin. He says, "I agree, TJ." But Da was talking about pass protection, not play calling. Okay, well, well, it is what it is. I I, I thought I heard something about the play calling, but yeah, the pass protection, you know. It was okay. I mean, they still gave up three sacks. What? Wait a minute. Let me make sure I'm telling y'all right. Maybe it's four sacks. Let me make sure that I'm telling y'all right. Okay. Well, they gave up, yeah, three sacks today. So it's one less than what they've been giving up for the last, what, couple weeks? 
So I guess that is on it. They are on the uptick. But for the most part, I, I can't even I can't even knock the offensive line in this case, because when you holding on to the ball so long, you can you knit in a sweater with it. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Like you, you holding on to that thing forever. Like, of course, you're going to get sacked. Uh, Carl says, I've seen enough of the Saints this year. Fire everybody. We need a culture change. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, we said we're still living in the past, still pretending it's 2009. I'm sick of this. Burn it all down. Tyrone says, uh, I feel like it could have been better if Winston. Uh, I don't know what it could have been, man. I, I don't know. Well, I, I will say this. I'm pretty sure Jameis Winston probably would have put up more than nine points. I can tell you that right now. I don't know if the Saints would have won. It seemed like Tampa, they, they seemed like they were inspired in this game. So I don't know if they would have won or not, but I guarantee you the Saints would have scored more than nine points. Uh, Eric B. and Doug Peterson both interviewed for the head coaching job, uh, but we chose D.A. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Let's see. Uh, fire uh, P. Fraud Michael. Bring in John Gruden. I've seen enough of this BS. Man, I need to bring in somebody. We're going to go to no cap, no filter. How you hey, how doing, you, man? How you doing? You can hear me this time? I can hear you, man. What you got for us? Yeah, man. Before the season, man, I said we're going to need another pass rusher. And I feel like we needed a red zone threat. We needed Hunter, and I wanted Yang. And, you know, Cam, he's getting up there in age, man. He's getting up there in age, and he just can't, you know, get those clutch sacks when we need him to. And Carl, he's still developing. Carl, I'm liking what I'm seeing from him, but he's still developing. But these last two games was was my was my fear of the D line about quarterbacks getting too much time, especially scrambling quarterbacks getting too much time and extending plays. So I feel like as much as we as much as I want to say, as I hate to say, we probably missing Peyton Turner with the rotational pass rush, you know. But uh, I wanted to get Hunter just to help out with the red zone because uh, Derek Carr red zone numbers is just not good. Like we need to cash in, especially when you were. A defensive team, you got to cash in in the red zone when you get down there. And when you get those deep balls, you got to cash in on those. And I think when we was going for it on third and five and stuff like that, going going, going deep and taking them deep shots, we got too, we got too comfortable doing that for the first two games when they bailed us out. Mm-hmm. Like, just go for the first down. Just take what the defense give it, gives you and go for the first down and just live to uh, see another see another play. You know, just just make it happen when you when you could get in those situations. And Chris Olave, uh, Prentice, Lonnie Johnson with that that pick drop. You know, I, I feel like it ain't just on the coaches; it's the players too. Like th- those players change the game. I feel like if Lonnie would have caught that pick, changes the game. I feel like Prentice that 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 fumble he shouldn't have even been in that situation. But man, have the ball security. You right here by goal line. Have the ball security. That changes the game immensely, especially when it's a defense standoff type of game. We all knew what type of dog fight this was going to be. You can't give the offense easy points like that. Because Baker Mayfield, he played a good little game. But that that easy give me points right there with that fumble, that changed the game a lot. And Olave, I think that caught through the ball too. I think he waited too long to throw the ball. Caught got to get the ball out. Just like last last uh, game when he threw the ball to Shahid, he, he, he could have threw the ball way earlier than he did but at the end of the day the ball hit Olave in the hands sometimes you gotta be a dog and jump up and grab that and take that man that's why they make these comparisons with him and Garrett Wilson and they give it to Garrett Wilson 
Because Garrett Wilson would have jumped for that ball and took that out the L. You got to – you if you want to be that dog player, you got to step up and be that dog player. And you just got to give more effort. It got to be more effort. But, yeah, man, Pete Carmichael, I, I would rather group me. I, I, I'm not even sure if I believe in Ronald Curry. Maybe that's the rub off on him. I, I, I would rather group and just take with the scrutiny that's going to come with it. But, of course, I want to cut the head off and let Dennis Allen go first because it's a difference between a head coach and a, a defensive coordinator. He is a defensive coordinator masking as a head coach. Like, in, in this, in, if he was in a, another era, oh, he would have been a good head coach. But in now 2023, when you got the Dolphins putting up 70, man, that's not going to fly, especially when it comes to situational uh, moments, situational games and stuff, like situational play calling. Dennis Allen and Pete Carmichael will be no match for people like Kyle Shanahan and, and the 49ers within the playoff games when it's, when it's nip and tuck and it's, 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 it's nut cutting time. And, and, and Pete Carmichael, he don't do enough drawing up guys to get open. You got Puka Luka. Nobody never heard of this dude. He's making all type of catches, all because I think Sean McVay is drawing up those those plays for him. Like, we got to do a better job and just draw it. And then while we was running Taysom so much, like, we, it clearly wasn't working. And, that, and I really feel like the offensive line getting a lot of bad rep, which they should be, because I feel like a lot of it is because we ain't got no rough riders. We ain't got no dogs. That's why we added Pennant to this line, to have dogs instead of getting pushed around. But at the same time, you can, I just refuse to lead, to believe that they all took a step back like that. I really think it's Doug Marone's scheme. A lot of people at Georgia wanted Doug Marone gone because they felt like he made it. They offensive line take a step back with the scheme. Like I wasn't saying this last year. Like, oh, man, Andy's not getting enough time. Andy's not getting enough time. I wasn't saying this last year. I wasn't saying this last year about the uh, – the offense, offensive line not giving Andy enough enough time. I was saying about the, I was talking about the play calling and the playmakers. We didn't have any, and and and, and speaking of the playmakers, I felt like the Bucks they just know our playbook. Like I think our, I think our playbook is just you know you you see guys running the same routes and stuff right next to each other, almost similar, and people just know when it's coming. Just like last year when the guy Carlton Davis told Callaway, or, or was it Winfield? They told Callaway, oh, I know that play was coming. Like I seen that, we, like that's crazy. That that is crazy when they just know everything we about to do, and they could just be all ready for it. And the offensive line don't make it no better. And then Jameis Winston, poor Jameis Winston, the anti-Jameis Winston people gonna take it any way they could get it with that one pick in garbage time. Oh, you see, if that if if Jameis Winston would have been starting, that'd have been happening all game, man. You, man, bro. And I don't think the I don't think Derek Carr showed that had nothing to do with his performance. Man, you know? Derek Carr, Derek Carr. Like I, I can see, like to be honest with you, I can see why Raider fans feel the way that they do about him. You know, because sometimes numbers don't really tell the whole story. I can see how he can have such a high completion percentage because if you look at his numbers, like he had a high completion percentage, but he didn't even exceed. Like this dude threw the ball thirty-seven times and didn't exceed two hundred yards. I don't think I, I don't think I ever seen anything like that before in my life. Like seriously, I don't think I ever seen a guy almost have 40 passing attempts and not exceed 200 yards like usually like you'll get like three 350 at the at the, at the most 285 290 like, i don't think i ever seen a guy throw the ball 37 times and, and not eclipse 200 yards this yep. man bro I'm, I'm gonna just be honest i'm gonna be honest with you um these people like these people that want to sit up here and be critical of Jameis Winston at one pass and all that kind of stuff there, like, I didn't see none of them. 
talking about Derek Carr. And the same things that they was criticizing Jameis about, I seen it all in this game. But none of them said anything at all. Nothing. And that's the problem that I have with people that be trying to evaluate things. They want to stick out their chest when they feel right about a situation. But when they're proven wrong, they don't want to be found. They don't want you to say nothing about it. They move the goalposts. No, 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 no. I don't want to hear about people. Oh, uh, Derek Carr was out there. He was a warrior. He, he, was, he was playing hurt. People were saying for weeks, all last year, man, Jameis Winston had a back injury. Dude had, you know what I'm saying, had a breakage in his back. Well, I ain't trying to hear that. Man, that's just who he is. That's just who he is. Well, what, what is Derek Carr then? What is Derek Carr? That's, that's all I want to know. What is Derek Carr? And I'm not like I'm, I'm not trying to make it seem like I'm rooting for Jameis more so than, than Derek, but what is Derek Carr if he's out there playing with the warrior spirit, right? But he playing hurt. But what is Jameis if he was out there doing the same damn thing? Man, bro, it, <laughs> that, oh, these, was, people, these people but, pathetic, but, man, for real. Absolutely pathetic. Well, Jameis, you got to take the good with the bad. At least I know we're going to score more often than none. Go I bet you want to put up every- nine points. I, w- I bet you would have had more than nine points. I bet yeah, you that. Yeah, when we in that red zone, more often than none, Jameis getting six. And when we throwing deep passes more often than none, Jameis getting six. You know what I'm saying? You got to take the good with the bad. You know, Matt Stafford, he won the Super Bowl. Day, and he still threw the league most picks. But at the same time, you know, it's going to be real interesting to see what Jameis one-on-one going to be cooking up because I know he can't wait to get on Twitter. And it's going to be real interesting to see what Mike Triplett and uh, Nick Underhill gonna say about Dennis Allen. Now I, I didn't got into it with a few. Well, I ain't gonna say I got into it, but I mean, you know, me and Nick, me and Nick, that passed our words last season about Dennis Allen. It's gonna be real interesting to see what he's gonna uh, come up with on the show this time to defend Dennis Allen. But no cap, yeah, no, no. Hey, hey, hey! Before before I let you go, man, can can you help me out with this right here? Okay, for all the people out there that may be saying like, okay, Derek Carr, he didn't put put his best foot forward because. Um, you know, he was hurt. Can you help me out last year when he was with the Raiders, right? Can you help me when he went up against a really good defense in the New Orleans Saints? How many points did that dude put up? Uh, I think we shut him out, huh? Zero. Yeah, that, that's that's my whole that's my whole point right there. Thank you. That, that's that's all I want to know. That's all I want to know. So all these all these people out here that that want to just you know, put that excuse out there. Oh, you had a hurt arm. No, the last time he went out against a defense and Tampa's defense is very, sim- is very similar to what the New Orleans Saints play. They basically virtually identical. Like when you're talking about defensive schemes, they're virtually identical. He put up nine points and a, and a defense that looked just like it. He didn't produce not one freaking point. You got anything else before you go, man? Uh, one more thing before I get up out of here. This is my official uh, New Saints uh, YouTube channel, No Cap, No Filter Saints. Uh, I want to say shout-outs to UTJ, you, and a lot of other Saints YouTube YouTubers inspired me to create this channel. The only downside about a Saints YouTube channel is you got to come on and create content at uh, times like this when you just, you're just mad and you just know we lost, but you got you to gotta do what you got to do. Hmm. Yep. Yeah, man. Well, looking forward to it, man. Make sure that you uh, check it out. Check out the uh, the channel. Uh, as y'all can see, man, really good commentary right there. Uh, you know, and I appreciate it, man. Thank you for chiming in, and uh, look forward to your commentary as well, brother. Yeah, man, need you on the so need you on the show soon, TJ, just for like twenty minutes of your time. Okay, man, just just let just let me know we can work something out, man. I can uh, get some time out to try to you know come on. All right, man, stay blessed. All right, you too. 
Yeah, man. Yeah, just just let me know. Uh, yeah, I'll try to uh, figure out some time. Should be interesting, man. I pulled it going to NFC South versus the NFL on Wednesday. Chop it up about uh the first half of the season. That should be interesting. Uh, let me read a couple of these donations, man. I got to acknowledge the, the donator donators out here, man. Uh, you know, paying their hard earned money. You know, what I'm saying to support the show. TJ, even the commentary was talking about how bad the play calling was. If Dennis Allen was smart and wanted to keep his job, he would get a new OC. Well, him and him, he he can get up out of here. I, I seen enough. I don't care who they bring in. They the Saints still aren't going to win nothing with Dennis Allen as a head coach because he's a loser, straight up. He's a loser. He's conservative. He's soft as doctors cotton. Not aggressive at all. Play play to try to win a game instead of just kind of going out there like really. You know what I'm saying? Putting your best foot forward, trying not to lose. That's what I'm trying to say. He's trying not to lose instead of trying to win. And when you got that mentality, man, I don't want no part of you. Soft as Doctor's Cotton. I don't care what type of defensive scheme he got. Him and his defensive scheme get the hell up out of here, man, with they soft, with they soft conservative asses. Let's see. Uh, you can have Jesus in cleats. You ain't going to win a free job a job t savage with this sorry coaching staff they are trash do it a loser man i'm sorry like y'all can try to make dennis allen work man because of his defense man look it's gonna come a time where he's gonna have to make a decision and it's gonna cost the team we've seen this before we've seen when the saints have had leads and they squandered them we've seen when the saints were coming back and they squandered it I've seen enough of Dennis Allen. I, I'm, I'm serious. Dennis Allen is not a good head coach, never will be. So uh, he has a great career for the rest of his life. I mean, we see Steve Spagnuolo always seems to be around a league somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, Vic Fangio has always been around the league somewhere. You know, like there's always been great defensive coordinators, you know, who always seem to always get a job. And he will be that person. I'm pretty sure as soon as the Saints fire his ass, he'll be out there in Denver calling their defense. Good luck to him. All I'm saying is get this dude out of him. Him and Pete Carmichael. They can be a part of Sean, uh, Sean Payton's staff, and they can be very, very happy together, making it deep into the divisional round of the AFC championship game, only to uh, lose and, and, and crumble like paper down the stretch as they've done throughout their tenure with the New Orleans Saints. Let's go to Money Mick. Mick, how you doing, man? What's going on, good brother? Man, I'm doing all right, man. What you got for us? Man, I'm having a great day, man. We All has been expected. I, I can't see how you're a Saints fan and logical and, and not see that this is coming. Hmm. This, is, uh, this is a great day. Um, man, look, I got a few I got a few points, and I'm going to go ahead and get up out of here and you uh -huh. know, let the next person call. Uh -huh. Um. Point number one, you know, Alvin Kamara today, he had uh, he had to score one touchdown to become the all-time reception leader. Uh -huh. Just one. Just one. Not five. Just one. Uh, the Saints scored nine points. Just just a reminder out there uh, <laughs> for everyone. Mm -hmm. You know, it's bad when uh, when everybody is, is calling for John Gruden after the alleged racist remarks that he said. Um, they'd rather have him, him come back over, uh, over Pete Carmichael, but I don't, uh, man, I don't see this getting no better, to be honest with you. Me I neither. Really don't. Me neither. I don't even, even if, if you want to save the season, like if you say, okay, what can we do to just save 2023, then obviously you got to fire Pete Carmichael, and maybe you see what you have in Ronald Curry. Maybe you bring in uh, loose lip John Gruden. Um, you know, maybe maybe that's, that's what you bring in. But 
I don't I don't even see them doing that. I don't. And the second thing that's probably really pessimistic, but maybe you can help me out on this. Let's say the Saints finish horrible and they don't make the playoffs, which I'm being honest, I, I kind of expect them not to make the playoffs or not make it very far. No, but let's no. say they, let's say they don't. Who in the Saints organization has the balls to pull a plug on Dennis Allen? What I'm saying is this: Do you remember uh, a couple years ago when maybe when, when Tom Benson was still alive? I think it was Tom Benson's daughter that will question Sean Payton at the end of each game. Rita Benson and, LeBlanc. Yep. Yeah, but she's no longer a part of the organization. So. Who is it, at least that we know of, that will say, hey, Mickey Loomis, you get rid of him, or we get rid of you? Who do we have that, and no disrespect to Ms. Gail Business, I just never seen her at least, you know, say, okay, hey, we're doing this. She kind of just let, let Mickey Loomis and the boys run it. So, I don't know, maybe, I'm, maybe I can be hipped on some game, but who has enough balls to pull a plug and say, okay, Dennis Allen, you're going to go ahead and get up out of here? And if, if need be, Mickey Loomis, we're going to need you to go ahead and get up out of here because I don't see that happening. The only way I see the other way I see that happening is if it starts hitting ticket sales, is when it starts hitting these billionaire pockets. That's the only thing that real change is going to actually come. But, as but, the, question, but the question is, but the question is, Mick, and this is, this is a real question right here. Um, who, who, as far as the fans, got the balls to be able to take that particular stand? Because – Here's the difference between some of these uh, national teams that people be really focusing on. The Giants, the Eagles, the Cowboys is they have a standard. Like if you're not reaching that particular standard, they are going to call you out. And on top of that, it's not just the fans. It's the media, too. If you look at like. Uh, look, no disrespect to any media member. As a member of the media, I know how hard it is to be able to do your job and trying to put you put your points out there. But you got to have the balls to ask people the questions that need to be asked and hold people accountable. And the fans need to do it too. You have a lot of Saints fans that just happy to go off in the Superdome, just happy that the Saints are even relevant to a point where they even got a chance because they remember the team when they stunk. But if you want to create real change, you have to go out there and have and, and understand that there's a standard that you want this team to have. And if they're not living up to the standard, you have to call them out. To answer your question, Mick, I don't think there's a person in the high ups that have the balls, as you would say, to fire anybody because they're so worried about optics, right? I think last year, I think Nick Underhill kept on saying like, you know, that you know, teams don't fire coaches after one year because that that shows dysfunction of an organization. This team has had a, a head coach for fifteen freaking years for fifteen straight seasons. How in the world can you go from having a coach that has won more games as a coach in Saints history, and another guy comes in, wets the bed, and you fire him? The reason why you fired him is because for 15 years there was a standard. So I don't think anybody would look at it like that. Somebody else would come in that will understand the standard. I'm not like, that's why I'm saying, Mick, I am not in the business just because a guy can coach some defense. We are, are we talking like that? When we talking like that, we about as just as conservative and desperate as them playing on Sunday. Seriously. Like you got to yeah. be willing to and cut all ties. And, and and roll with the punches and if it if and let the chips fall where they may because as of right yeah. now the saints 
have a losing culture. And because their coach, their head coach, their coordinators, they are losers. Go ahead, yeah. man. You're, I mean, go ahead. No, man, I man, I, I like I like listening to you preach because the thing is when you have Dennis James Allen come up to the podium and say, you know, everything is good and any any type of business, any type of organization, when you have the, the mindset of kumbaya and uh, if nothing's broke, let's not fix it, you go out of business. You know, you can look at a blockbusters and Netflix. Oh, everything's cool, you go out of business. Any things are constantly evolving, it's constantly innovation. You know, like you, you do radio and you do podcasts, and I'm sure both because they, they're your passion, but you know too, hey, you know, radio, everything is kind of going to the podcast lane. It's kind of innovative and, and, and different things are kind of starting out of it. But right. when you have coaches that will get to the podium and just say, well, I think things were a little bit better, and it was a little bit better. Like, man, this offense is literally in yesteryear. It's literally like, literally, I, I, it looks worse than like maybe – 2005, like uh, Aaron Brooks last year, like it looks bad. And what's worse about it is the Saints don't have any excuses as far as from the skill position. Like you have an all-star Michael Thomas, an all-star Olave, you got AK, you got Taysom Hill. They got more weapons than they know what to actually do with. Hmm. They don't even know. I don't even know if Miller played today. If yeah, he had, he had one, I think he had like one catch. I think he had maybe like one catch I seen on, down the, the right sideline. I don't think I seen anything. Let me let me make sure I, I read his stats here, because I mean, it, it everybody's stats was pathetic today. One catch, three yards. Yeah, I I, I just think, man, it's a uh, it's gonna be a minute. Um, just being honest, the Saints can some kind kind of way fumble themselves into the playoffs and get bounced right out. But if you're being completely honest, take your emotions out, take your feelings out. That's why I'm able to sit up here with a smile on my face because it's like I'm not trying to be a hater, but I kind of seen this coming. Because like I said, we can look at logic with other teams and we can put on a logical lens and see, oh, yeah, this team's about to lose. But we can't do that when it comes to Saints a lot of times. But the truth of the matter is, ladies and gentlemen, Derek Carr is no better than Jameis Winston. Man, they the same. They the same. I would go as far as to say he's the same dude as Andy Dalton. Um, Mm. And (laughs) to be honest with you, and also, you can't, like you said on the halftime show, you can put Patrick Mahomes, you can put Jalen Hurts here, you know, you can put any other talented quarterback, but there's no direction in the offense, and that starts with the head coaching. There's no direction in the head coaching. You know, mm-hmm. there's no everything is we need to evaluate. And, man, what, what do you need to what, – what, did, what didn't you not see today? Nine points on Tampa when we just seen uh, uh, the Eagles beat the brakes off them. And you know what? The last point, too, I want to make. The Saints kind of deserve this offensively because you have Eric enemy in the building and you let him go to Washington. And I don't know if Washington beat Philly or not, but I know it was neck and neck. It was like 31-30 at one point. Mm-hmm. But you, you keep him in there for eight hours and you waste his time and you don't say, okay, let's go ahead and make a change. You stick with Pete Carmichael, who hasn't showed you nothing really. So to be honest, this is kind of karma coming back. This, this, this is what you get, when the, the results you get, and the consequences of things that you don't make changes of in offseason. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it. When you look at this team, I, I'm just man, I'm just ready for all this to like go away. Like seriously, um, Derek Carr, Jameis Winston, God bless them. Like man, let these boys start somewhere fresh, get themselves a fresh start, and New Orleans and the New Orleans Saints like completely like turn the page from all these dudes. Like seriously, I'm I'm to a point. Let's let's get a let's get a young coach, let's get a young quarterback, 
let's keep, you know what I'm saying, let's keep these players that, that we have, like the Shahids and Olaves, figure out what you want to do with Mike T. If you don't want to get him, slide A.T. Perry off in that joint. And, yeah. and let's try to let's try to figure out what we're going to do offensively because this is not the answer. And you basically squandering, like you basically squandering the performances of the defense. And I don't think it's a coincidence that the defense takes a step back. It's only human nature. Like seriously, it's, it's equivalent to if you playing park ball and you out there shooting threes, catching rebounds, laying the ball up, then you dish it out to your your, your homeboy, your teammate, and he he's sailing the ball over the rim. It's going all in the street. You know what I'm saying? You're throwing him no-look passes, hitting him in the face. Like, it's only human nature. You're like, man, I can't win for losing here, man. We're going to lose this. Fo-. Like, it is human nature. So they don't yeah. believe in the offense, and I can't blame them. So, of course, they're going to probably go out there feeling like their, their hard work isn't going to use. It's, it's human nature. But, Mick, uh, I got to go ahead and uh, let you go, man. Uh, I got a few more people I got to get to, man. Man, thanks as always, man. You have a good one. All right, take it easy. Yeah, man, shouts out to Mick. Like, seriously, all, all jokes aside, man, like, that's just human nature. Like, when you feel like you're putting your best foot forward and it's all for nothing, like, you're going to be like, man, what, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Uh, Let's see. Uh, Soulfinger, thank you very much for the 499, says you – uh, can have Jesus and cleats. I think I already read that. And Demarcus, uh, thank you very much for the four ninety nine. Uh, appreciate that as well. Um, want to say thank you to everybody that's in the chat right now. We got six hundred and fifty one people watching this right now. Please hit the like button, okay? Please hit the like button if you enjoyed the podcast. Please subscribe to the channel. Look, ain't no fluff over here on the State of the Saints podcast. Ain't no sugar coating over here on the State of the Saints podcast. Like seriously, all, all jokes aside. Like if you if you want a watered down version of the, uh, of the Saints' performance and everything gonna be all right and the sunshine and rainbows and oh man you know he missed that block and yeah that player got hurt but I talked to him the other day and I seen him with his family it was so great he might be the greatest family man ever you know what I'm saying like but at the end of the day you still stink point blank period ain't nobody got no time to be wasting and ain't nobody got no time to be sugarcoating. Um, God, God bless you if that's the lane that you want to fall in, but not over here. Not over here. We ain't sugarcoating nothing. Straight up. If you want, if you want fluff, this ain't it. If you want people to be sitting up here just blowing smoke up your ass, this ain't it. Right? We we get down to the nitty-gritty here. We talk about what we actually see, and this is genuinely concerning. So I don't I don't feel like it is I don't feel like we're wrong for, for feeling like this today after a yet another pathetic performance by the New Orleans Saints. If, if they're not giving up 17-point leads, they getting slapped around, misused, and abused, like getting their lunch money taken by their locker. Like, that's how they, they that's how they play it today. Like some straight-up, 100% grade-A soft football players. Soft as doctor's cotton. Soft as cottonelle tissue. Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. From start to finish. There's not, like, honestly, there's, there's not a moral thing that I can think of. Like, even when you talk about the offensive line, oh, they played better, but they still gave up three sacks. Like, who, who will sit up here and be like, man, you know, man, I really like this performance today. I don't, look, not, not a soul. Not a soul. Seriously. I'm, I'm checking down a list. Well, like, who, Blake Groupie? You know what I'm saying? Three, three field goals bouncing back from, Missing a game-winning field goal last week? I guess you can say Blake Groupie. 
Uh, Lou Headley needs to get his old tattooed ass up out of here. I mean, punting like he a ninth grade freshman. Like, man, where's Blake Gillikin? Like, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure when it's clutch time, he's going to shank one. But at least he's kicking the ball 60 yards down the field throughout the game. Like, Lou Headley, what is he doing? Like, what made y'all sit up here and evaluate Blake Gillikin and Luke Headley and just said, you know what? Luke Headley looks way better than Blake Gillikin. Like, this dude cannot kick. Like, this, like, I don't know, man. Maybe it was the nostalgia or something like that. Oh, man, look at this guy. He's exotic. He's tatted from head to toe. I don't give a damn. I don't care. I don't care if he is tattooed from head to toe. I don't care if he got a tattoo parlor from this side of Mississippi to over here. The dude cannot punt. Period. Get this dude up out of here. Let's go to Prime. Prime, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, my brother, and I hope you let me stay. My picture stay split screen with you because I want to get in close and say some things. Number okay. one. I told you fools who Jameis haters out there. And you remember last week I told you this, JT? I told you that car was a second coming to snake to snake to uh, snake stabler. I, I told you all that. And I also told y'all that we was gonna win a lot of games this year. I was saying 79 again. We might not even go 79. But I'm gonna a couple other things I want to say. I agree with what you're saying, and I agree with what the callers are saying. Hey, you're on mute. Prime, you're on mute, man. I'm mute. Oh, so. oh yeah. you hear me uh, now? Yeah, yeah. Go back to what you said. Like, okay, what I was saying is, I warned you fools out there that hated James. I told you that that car was the next coming of Snake, the Snake Stabler. I, I told y'all, and I told y'all that we wasn't going to win. I was saying 79. We may not even go 79. But I agree with everything that you were saying and your callers are saying, but I'm gonna tell you, let's talk about parallels. Um, Dennis Allen reminds me of Bum Phillips. Yeah. Carmichael reminds me of Carl Smith. <laughs> um, the owner, Benson's wife, remind me of George Fontieri, how she ruined the Rams when it was in St. Louis mm -hmm. and they went back to Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. I see all these parallels. I've been, like I always say, I've been a Saints fan since 1970. And I told you, Carl wasn't impressing me with a good shoulder. So let's talk about that pass to the fullback. Yeah, he flipped it, but he flipped it too high. Carl, he underthrows people. People have to come back for the ball. And I don't know what's going on. This is the second week in a row. And I noticed it's this, the game, not this game. And tell me if you saw the same thing. Look like look like um Alavi and Thomas was were running the same patterns in this game. Cause they always was in the same area. Who the hell are calling these plays when you got two receivers, your two top receivers going in the same area and they're only five yards separating? What kind of bull crap is that? Mm -mm. And I I'm was, a oh man. I mean, man, it just it, it was just an awful day. Like it was just an awful day. Like, I, I don't see how anybody can, like, really sit up here and try to justify any of, of these coaches at this particular point. I, I'm serious, man. Like, Dennis Allen is a loser. I, I don't care. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I know they're going to have some people on here that are going to be trying to debate this. But he's a loser. Like, why are we trying to sit up here trying to make this dude work? He's a loser. 
Go look at his overall record as a head coach. He is a loser. I was willing to give him an opportunity because I do feel like based on the certain situations that you're in, sometimes, you know, it don't always tell a story if the organization is dysfunctional. But dude is a loser. Like straight up, a 100% grade A loser. I'm not trying to keep a defense just because a dude not a coach defense. When I know for a fact it's going to come down to situational football. And what has Dennis Allen shown you when it comes to situational football that he knows how to handle this situation? Oh, but the defense good. No. Zero. Can, zero. Get him out of here. Like, seriously. Get him out. That, that's all I'm saying. But get they're not going to. That's not a person. That's not a person that can debate me to convince me that Dennis Allen is the answer. But he's not going anywhere. I'm telling you, this woman. Is, this woman. Not. This woman is pulling a George Frontier like like she did with the Rams when that dude died and she took over the team. I I keep on telling you, I keep on telling fools out there that car car sucks in the red zone. Jameis is a top five quarterback in the red zone. Jameis scored more touchdowns in one game than this man on scored in three. So what if he throws a pick here and there? At least we gonna like you said earlier, we gonna put more up more than nine points. Three times this man today was in the red zone. Carr is overrated. Carr is overpaid, and he's laughing all the way to the bank. Dennis Allen got it. Everybody he wanted this year, and look how it's panning out. We may not win another game for another couple of weeks. And I, look, I saw that look on Jameis' face, and I say, "Yeah, Jameis, say, look at this shit here. They keep this, you know, know what? This MF in the game. They would have pulled me off, but now they're gonna put me in. Or oh, I'm just gonna throw it up and throw a pick. I don't care. That was an FU pick to Allen. That's all that was. Hmm. And and I'm gonna tell you right now, strap it in. The season's done. It's over with because this man is a defensive coordinator pretending to be a head coach. Look, I'm an educator of 30 years. He reminds me of a bad educator with tenure. That's what he reminds me of. Man. He I'm sucks. A, I'm going to say this, Prime. You know, and I want people to understand me when I'm saying this. The Saints are so concerned with trying not to be losers that they're turning into losers like they're so afraid of life outside of what sean payton built they feel anything outside of sean payton resembles losing right so you keeping right. these guys around that that resemble sean payton same success not realizing that you're actually keeping by keeping these guys around you're turning into losers so the thing that you are so afraid of, you are becoming. Because that's just the reality of it. The fact is, who that nation? The Saints have lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers three consecutive times. Whether y'all want to admit it or not. So they got swept last year, and Tampa just beat them this time. So, like, come on, man. With Baker Tampa Mayfield, who was looking like like Baker um, Baker Montana and all these greats, Baker's not that impressive. But yeah, well, it is what it is. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you, TJ, my brother Tara, and all the other queens that are out there that we talk about on the James train. Look, I, I, I look the way I felt. I didn't even want James to go in that game because let let him die. Let him die on his island. He brought that man here. 
and paid him $150 million. This was his idea to bring him here. There was a reason why they ran him out of Oakland uh, or Las Vegas or whatever they call it, because he is not way better than Jameis. And I'm, I'm talking about, I'm trying to hear people say, oh, well, Derek Carr is one, is real good with coming back in the fourth quarter. It's been four games now, and he hasn't done in in, in any of these um, four games he played with us. This season is done, is over with. Uh, I want to see Jameis play a little bit more, but I agree with you. I think Jameis, my brother, this goes somewhere else. Because now, only way I see Jameis, one Jameis to stay, if they get rid of Allen, but I don't think they're going to get rid of Allen because they're cheap, because they aren't looking at y'all money. The, t the season tickets over the money. As long as they're getting paid, they don't care. That's just like when you're trying. That's just like when you're trying to legislate racism. You can make all the laws you want to, but they don't mean nothing. But when you start hitting people in their pocketbook with anything, that's when they wake up and realize and change. Wouldn't you agree with that, brother TJ? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think that it's gonna have to take the fans, especially in this particular market. It's gonna take the fans because I, I don't I, like the Saints. I'm, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just be real. The Saints, they do a really good job at keeping like certain people in and certain people out. Like exactly. I already told y'all, like when I, like this, this is the crazy thing about it is I applied for media credentials for all other NFL teams. Every, every team that I applied for, I send my, you know, I send my resume in. I give them, you know what I'm saying? Different. I, I got media credentials. When it came to the Saints, this dude, like the dude basically told me that I know you did all these different things. You applied for this, but we can't let you around the team. And you know why? I'm pretty sure they probably looked at this podcast. Because you, know you don't kiss ass. Yeah, hey, exactly. And I'm not. You know, I'm, I'm just, look, there's nothing, like, honestly, there's nothing a media person can honestly tell me because I already know it's, it's a system. Even, like, at the combine, you had other coaches that were – um, going to the podium, talking to talking to the the, uh, the whole media. Like Kevin O'Connell was out there. I want to say uh, John Harbaugh talked to the media. The Saints, they text their media people, and they tell them, okay, we're going to be off here on the side. And they have like the same people that are around, you know what I'm saying, to ask these questions. When, when we're at the Senior Bowl, same thing. They protect these coaches. They protect the, the 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 organization and they and a lot of them don't want to lose their position straight up and if if i'm not talking about you i'm not talking about you but that's how the saints operate like straight up and if, this, this, this is not, honestly prom this is i swear it's not sour grace my life is good you know what i'm saying like i'm straight over here all i'm saying is they they protect their coaches they protect their organization and they they really are concerned about what goes in and what goes out of it, straight up. And 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 the people that's out here that's you know what I'm saying gonna ask them the little softball questions and just happy to put their little camera out to see Mike T catch a pass. Oh yeah, I'm happy. Nah, bro, there's a responsibility. I, I I'm all for like taking pigeons all that kind of stuff, but there's a responsibility to the fans and the people to keep it real with them and not just worried about your position. And once again, if I'm not talking about you, I'm not talking about you. But I, you don't have to tell me anything I don't know about this organization. Straight up. Exactly. Because I'm going to tell you another thing I wanted to tell you also. Did you notice a sideline shot when Carl called himself talking to the receivers? You could tell in the body language. They don't want to hear nothing that man had to say. Yep. They don't want to hear nothing he had to say. Because 
Jameis played better last year in the Atlanta game in a comeback with a broken back than this man played in the last four games. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It, I just this, – This locker room – I don't know. Allen lost his – I'm telling you, Allen lost his locker room, bro. They don't lost that defense. The defense is good, but God damn, you can't keep them out there for 30-plus minutes. Yep. Yeah, Anybody's going to get tired, especially even though – the, it's a dome stadium. You still got all that equipment on, and you still running. You still sweating. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's 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 just man. I, I don't. I'm just at a loss for words at this particular point. But prime, I got a few more calls. I got to get to. Appreciate you chiming in, man. Always good to chop it Appreciate up. Appreciate you too, my brother. Uh, you take it easy, man. All right, bye bye. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm I'm, I'm just being real, folks. I, I'm telling you, there's not a there's not a thing that they can't tell me, like for real, like. They keep these things close knit, and like I said, this ain't sour grapes because my life is straight. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm still able to do some of the things I want to do as a reporter, but I'd be lying to you if, when it comes to like certain levels of media, when it comes to the Saints, I'd be lying to you if I say I didn't. I I have the same level of respect for them because if nah, bro, that ain't it. That ain't it. If, if it means that I have to sugarcoat things just to be in a vicinity, you can keep it. You can keep it. Because my fandom, before I knew any of these talking heads or whatever, I was a Saints fan. My loyalty is to the people that rock with me, people that roll with the New Orleans Saints. But I ain't sugarcoat nothing. I ain't sugarcoat nothing, folks. For real. If you out here... If you out here like not giving people the real deal and trying to water it down and trying to say, oh, the sun is going to come out tomorrow when you know for a fact that these dudes looking slight slow and you're not willing to say that they looking like slow because you're afraid that your key card may not work or you may not be able to, you know what I'm saying, like take a selfie down on the field. Like, man, miss me with that. Miss me with that. And once again, I'm not talking about anybody in particular. All I'm saying is you have an obligation to the people. You have an obligation to the people to give them what they need. And that is real, raw information. And sometimes you, you can't do it with kid gloves. Before we get to Barbara, let me read some of these uh, donations here. Cool Sports, thank you very much for the 1999 says I wanted Eric Bien-Enemy to be our coach. I think he would have uh, be a way better head coach than DA. But our front office wanted to hire one of their own uh, or their buddies or Sean Payton guy. Sean Payton basically just kicked y'all to the curb. Y'all y'all were able, like, y'all basically told him, here's a blank check, write whatever you want. We want you to stay. And this man still left you. But yet, y'all still sitting up here like some simps. Sitting up there, you know what I'm saying, allowing this man, well, man, won't you hire Dennis Allen? Yeah! Dennis Allen, that's a great idea. I know he went 8-28 and 28 as a coach for the Raiders, but yeah, he's our first choice. But wait. We got to call in some more coaches. Let's call in Doug Peterson. Let's call in Eric Bieniemy. Let's call in all these other coaches that have won something, who have won the Super Bowl, who have been to the Super Bowl. Ah, we don't want you. Nah, I, uh, Dougie P, I know you won a, a Super Bowl with the Philadelphia Eagles. That's all great and fine. But we have this 8-28 and 28 head coach for the Raiders that we want to upgrade. Man, miss me with that. And that's what we are, ladies and gentlemen because everybody's afraid to let go of yesteryear. TJ, we got to set up a time this week to debate, fam. I got so much to say. Um, Let's see. 
uh tj uh, i don't think it was fair to put Jameis in that situation uh now they are saying this is what Jameis do throw interceptions we not winning 10 games yeah you know what i'm saying but at the same time the dude just basically just threw a desperation throw least least he you know what i'm saying at least he threw the ball down the field something we ain't really seen and i don't know how long and then on top of that a lot of the play calling to me to be quite honest with you a lot of the play calling that i'm seeing maybe i, I could be wrong but a lot of it just seemed like it's to appease us i don't know if these guys are li listening to podcasts or tuning into wwl maybe y'all need to take more shots down the field you know what let's do that you know what uh Rashid Shahid didn't have a catch last week well let's force feed him the ball wait a minute Chris Olave so like so I assume against New England oh I, I think the Saints play New England next week am I am I mistaken let me let me make sure let me make sure I'm telling y'all right well wherever they play next week okay yeah they play New England okay so next week they're gonna be trying to force feed Chris Olave the ball because we so sorry that we didn't feed you the ball last week no rhyme no reason no nothing just up there just scribbling up on paper hoping that it works hoping that it works straight desperate pathetic pathetic barbara how you doing i'm good tj how are you and the family today uh we doing fine everything's fine over here my way uh what you got for us uh what do you think about today's game about today's game i wasn't surprised about the way it went tj i fully expected it especially after i had heard that car was going to play mm -hmm. now i'm going to tell you number one i do not trust anything that dennis allen says about any injuries to any significant player on this team mm -hmm. he lied last year about Jameis winston and mm -hmm. i believe he's lying this year about Derek carr and mm -hmm. i could see I could see the difference in his throwing motion, in his performance. You know, I could see it. And if I could see it, why couldn't anybody else see it? You hmm. know, why couldn't he see it? You, you know, the crazy thing about you this, know, Barbara. You know, Winston. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, the crazy thing about this is they they thought that by starting Derek Carr, who has a spray, uh, AC spray, will give them a better chance to win than an able-bodied Jameis Winston. And you still lost. You know what I'm saying? So, like, what, what, I, I don't understand that. So I mean, you what's the difference? You basically jeopardized this dude, like, live, I mean, like, livelihood and his health to put him out there for him to produce nine points and also just take more damage on, onto his shoulder for a loss. Exactly. Why? That That's what upset me so bad is that they're going to put him back out there with that shoulder and with that porous ass offensive line, he's going to get sacked and hurt again. And it's going to continue and continue and continue like that until he's out for the season, just like Jameis was last year. I'm yeah. upset, I'm pissed, I'm mad. I think a lot of people feel the same way you do, Barbara. Like I, I just I don't understand it. But that I mean, like I said, that, that goes to show you right there that this this dude is soft. Like seriously, any other coach, it is it is weak four it's week four like you know how much football you got left playing so all you had to do was like look i know you want to play and Derek, you know i appreciate you you know putting your best foot forward man but we're gonna need you down the stretch but coach i can play look i i can play i mean just let me pray no look no 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 look i i appreciate that yeah. but we're gonna need you down the stretch man let's get james ready you get james practicing all week for optics 
So so Tampa can be like, like, oh, I don't know who's gonna start. Jameis uh, uh like like think about this. Think about this. This is this is this is the stupidity of of the New Orleans Saints coaching staff. You're trying to convince somebody, a team who drafted the player that he most likely is going to go up against, which is Jameis Winston. They got film on top of film on top of film. So they understand his tendencies. They understand what he's going to do regardless. So they're not even wasting their time looking at Jameis tape. They got plenty of Jameis tape. They got Jameis at his best. They got Jameis at his worst. They got Jameis throwing a ball down the field, checking it down. Do you? How much time do you think that Tampa spent on a guy that they drafted with the first pick overall. Hell, they got film on Jameis from Florida State. They drafted him. So Hardly what do you none. think? So Barbara, what do you think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers spent most of their time doing? They spent most of their time looking at film on Derek Carr. So why y'all sitting up here trying to trying to make it seem like y'all doing something so suspenseful? Oh, whoa. Whoa, I mean, we're going to merely catch them off guard. No, sir. <laughs> this man was drafted first pick overall to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And y'all trying to convince the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that Derek Carr is not going to start over Jameis Winston? I guarantee you these boys got more sleep covering defenses than they ever did this entire season. What a bunch of freaking idiots. Straight up. Straight, bona fide, certified idiots. Go, go ahead, Barbara. Go, go ahead. You know what, TJ? I never expected Jameis Winston to start. I never expected him to start. You know, because the way it looked to me in the Green Bay game last week and the way they started calling plays when Jameis got in as opposed to the way they were calling plays while Derek Carr was in, totally and completely different. We're going to uh, a play not to lose. We're going to play to get this here. We're going to play for the damn field goal. And then what happens when somebody goes and missed the field goal and everybody wanted James Win blame Jameis Winston for it, just like they're going to put Jameis in for one play and he throws an interception. And you know what? If I'd have been him, I'd have thrown it too. Just uh. to spite them son of a bitches for doing him the way that they did him this week. Right. Yeah, I, I just, I, I, you, can't, you can't do nothing but laugh at this particular point. These boys were really sitting up here trying to convince a team that drafted a guy that he's going to start over another guy. Like, they spent, I guarantee you, Tampa spent this entire week looking at Derek Carr oh, film because they already knew what Jameis Winston was and what he is, and they knew how to attack him. They see him that practice all the time. They, they, they seen him every snap that he took for the most part, probably from college to his time in Tampa. And that's what they were trying to convince people. Oh man, we're going to really catch him off guard when we break out Jameis Winston today. What a bunch of morons. But Barbara, you got anything else? <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say, that when I made my season predictions that I predicted after four games that the Saints would go two and two. But the way I had it is that they would lose the first two and win the second two. Mm -hmm. I ain't making no more predictions for no games this season because I've been wrong every time I had. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm think I'm done with the predictions too. I mean, I, I thought <laughs> I thought honestly, I thought they would probably would have been undefeated at this point, probably losing their first game next week against uh New England. 
Good luck with that. Yeah, I, knew, I, I knew they were going to lose this game. I knew they were going to lose this game as soon as I heard that Carr was going to play. Yeah. I mean, who? Man, I, I, <laughs> I mean, all you can do is laugh at this particular point, man. I mean, I'm, I'm so completely, like, just completely, like, just unplugged from this situation. Like, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. The Saints aren't going to do anything until they get these guys out of here. Plain and simple. Uh, Barbara, thank you so much. Rebuild. For us. Yeah, exactly. Barbara, thank, thank you so much for chiming in. I mean, you got the chat going crazy right now. <laughs> everybody, everybody <laughs> on here, you know, saying let you cook. You know what I'm saying? You, def you definitely set it ablaze here. And I uh, appreciate you for chiming in. Love you, TJ. Love you, family. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye, Barbara. Take care. Love you, too. Yeah, shouts out to Barbara, man. Yeah, she she definitely uh, set it on fire, man. She, she def you definitely let her cook. That that was definitely uh that was definitely what was needed. Let's see. Uh did I read this? Say TJ, we gotta set up a time this week to debate, fam. Um uh I'm not sure if that okay. That's a B and G breakdown. Let's see, TJ. I don't think it was fair to put already. I think I read all these already, but thank y'all so much. Um, thank you to everybody in the chat right now. 630 people watching this right now. Please hit the like button. Please hit the like button. Got to let you know that the show is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Uh, Mint Mobile, uh, as of right now, uh, they have an unlimited talk and text plan uh, for $15 a month. Um, if you go to uh, my Mint Mobile slash State of Saints, that's my, tr no, excuse me, trymintmobile.com slash State of Saints. Trymintmobile.com slash State of Saints. Uh, you can actually get uh, unlimited talking text for $15 a month. So for all the people out there that's looking to change providers or looking for a cell phone provider, uh, looking for something that's that's relatively cheap, you know, Mint Mobile is the place. And you know what I'm saying? It's not just, you know, burner phones, okay? They got a good selection on that as well. So shouts out to mintmobile.com, Mint Mobile, uh, for being a sponsor of the State of the Saints podcast. Uh, we're going to go ahead and move on, go to T. Smitty. Smitty, how you doing, man? What's going on, good brother? Hope you and the family doing well. Man, we doing just fine over here, man. Uh, much better than what the Saints were on today, man. No doubt about it. Hey, well, I was hoping we'd be in a Caleb Williams sweepstakes, but the Bucks keeps winning. But, uh, <laughs> you know, but. Hey, it look like y'all might have found y'all quarterback, to be honest with you, man. Baker Mayfield has looked pretty doggone good, man, the last couple of weeks. Yeah, 20 million a year. Don't go crazy. Yep. <laughs> you know, but, uh, but uh thing is, the re it's like all offseason, I was like when they signed Derek Carr, and if he doesn't do well, I thought about that scene in Belly with DMX is like that's your man, that's your man's everyone knowledge. That would cross my mind. Because he put his man out there. And the problem is the Raider, he's only 30, 32 years old, right? Right. The Raiders let him go and they benched him. But what happens is when you get good PR, people will overlook every a lot of things. And mind you, that's what a caller said. The Saints shut him out last year. Hmm. Why pay him that kind of money when he didn't have that many suitors either? And now they're stuck with him. And that's a fireball offense if he ain't producing. Because we got to be honest here, TJ. The man ain't been that good this year. Hmm. And so he ain't been that good. Jameis and Andy Dalton weren't moving the ball like that offensively last year. It's the coaching because you got three quarterbacks 
None of these guys are first-year guys, and y'all offense is still bad. That mm -hmm. is on the coaching. And, and, like, when you watch the Bucks today, mind you, the Bucks were beat up in the secondary also. We're missing Jamel Dean. Another cat got hurt. We had some, a lot of banged-up guys back there. And, but you saw how they moved. And Mike Evans got hurt on offense, had a hamstring injury. But you saw how they moved Chris Godwin around. I never see them move your you guys move uh, Chris Olave or Rashid Shaheed around to create a matchup or even throw them the ball in space and let them make a move. Cause both those guys are like super fast. And I just think that there's no because I'll say this. This ain't college football where you got so many hours. These guys got all day, all night to watch film. They know all your tendencies by now. And there's no imagination. There's no trying to create a great easy opportunity for Olave and teams been sitting on that because you run the same system all these years the teams know what you do and if you ain't creating matchups you're only going to do so much and I just think that maybe it's time for you guys to find new coaching staff and maybe just rebuild also because the defense is older too man you ain't winning nothing with Derek Carr you're I'm serious like I'm not yeah. saying that he's bad I'm not saying that he's he's terrible but you ain't winning nothing with him like seriously I I, I see people trying to make him work like Derek Carr, Derek Carr is a middle of the road quarterback. And to be quite honest with you, you probably would have did better, like just getting a young quarterback to develop. Like to, I mean, I'm just being I'm just being yep. serious. Like, but instead, like once again, like the Saints are afraid like to move forward. They always trying to look at like seasoned veterans. They always trying to look at guys that have been in the league. They are so afraid to actually go out here. And, and and maybe do what the R word, right? Which is rebuild. Like, like think think about this, you know. Like you think about Baker Mayfield. All right, y'all had Byron Leftwich, right? You know what I'm saying? You changed Byron Leftwich, you got a new offensive coordinator. Now look at Baker Mayfield, right? But who was to say yep. that Baker Mayfield would have looked like this when Byron Leftwich as his offensive coordinator? You have to dare to be different. Look at look at him. You know what I'm saying? Like that that would like you all won the freaking Super Bowl a couple of years ago. So y'all could easily just say, man, let's just keep on this. Let's just keep this thing rolling. Let's, let's keep on rolling with Byron. We want a Super Bowl with him, right? But you know what I'm saying? You got to be willing to change with the terms. Once again, like I have no problem with Derek Carr, like at all. But he is who he is. Like he's a middle of the pack quarterback. Like he, he's a guy that needs a lot of things around him to be able to succeed. Like he, he has to have like a, a really good coordinator around him in order for him to succeed. And you got to have like certain players around. Like he's not a top 10 quarterback in my opinion. He's like middle of the pack. Like can you win with him? Probably. You know what I'm saying? But you need a lot of things going for you. Like you got to have like a, a really good running game, outstanding defense, and a coach that actually knows what the hell he's doing in crucial situations, which the New Orleans Saints do not have. Yeah, TJ. And one thing also with Oakland last year, he had Josh Jacobs, the league leading rush, who's actually great out the backfield catching. Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, uh, Hunter Renfro was a good receiver. They had weapons, right? Mm -hmm. And I just think that it wasn't the fact they brought him in, in my opinion. It's the money they brought him in on because they're stuck. And, and having a young quarterback, especially with a coach who's kind of like on thin ice, gives you an out. To say, hey, we got a young guy here. We're going to build him up. We'll see what happens. 
And I think that when you tie up that money, especially with the older defense, because what if can I don't know a lot of these guys cap hits anything that ain't my job. But what if some of these get caught? People don't realize when you retire, you still have the cap hit on your roster. Now we got a cap hit on Brady still. Mm-hmm. And uh so sometimes it's okay to rebuild, especially when the rest of the division is rebuilding. Uh, that's a perfect time. And especially when you're in an awesome quarterback draft, also. Uh, yeah. yeah, I gotta say this though, man. I want to make this clear. I know people like look at the number and the sums of 150 million dollars, but in today's NFL, that's not a lot of money for for a quarterback. I, I just want to make that, that that clear right now. Like 150 million dollars, like that's 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 kind of a bargain deal for a quarterback. Yep. I mean, you look at Mahomes' uh, salary, you look at Burrow's uh, salary, Dak's uh, salary, like uh, Deshaun Watson's salary, like. Compared to what they're making and what Derek Carr is making, that's not a lot of money, right? It's not a lot of money. But at the same time, you still contractually obligated yourself to this guy for three years. Um, and, like, you got to figure out ways to make this thing work for, for the time being. Because regardless if, um, you know, D.A. stays or, or if he doesn't, like, you're going to have to find a way to keep this thing uh, rolling. But I think it starts with firing Pete Carmichael with his old no offensive coaching ass. Like that's you, my you got to, you got you got to let him go because that's just limiting everything. Because the Saints have talent on offense, mm-hmm. they got two receivers that you can't you you got you got to have somebody over the top on. You still got a running back that can still make plays out the backfield. So I think they have talent. You got to have a guy who's imaginative to create mismatches. But hey, man, I just want to chime in, man. Hey, you yeah. can keep up the good work, good brother. I appreciate it, Smitty. Man, call back anytime, man. All right, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, shouts out to uh, Smitty. Uh, shouts out to him, man. He's a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, but, you know, he's logical about it, man. You know, he, he's uh, one of those guys that can, you know, see see the forest, you know, through the trees, so to speak. I, I don't know. He's one of those people that think logically, and um, I got respect for him in that regard, you know. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know, man. I, do I think that Derek Carr is the worst quarterback in the world? No. Uh, do I think that the Saints are going to win a Super Bowl or something like that with him? Probably not. You know, um, do I think he possesses like certain abilities? Yeah. You know, but at the same time, man, you ain't winning nothing with that. Like you can like you can get better than Derek Carr. Like, seriously, you can get better than him. You, you can get better than him. Like, I think that he has like certain qualities that, you know, teams need. But. Sometimes I just wonder to myself, what the hell is he seeing? Like a lot of the sacks that, you know, that took place today because he was holding on to the ball too damn long, right? It's rather throw the ball out of bounds, don't take a sack. Like there, there was a couple of plays where, you know, you actually had players in the middle of the field. So sometimes I just wonder like, what the hell is he seeing? But do I feel like you can be a successful team with Derek Carr? You're going to need a lot of things around him. Like you're not just going to win just because Derek Carr is on your team. Like, I think that's the biggest uh, snake oil that we've been sold, you know, this season, that we can actually just win based on the talent and the arm ability of Derek Carr. That's, that's just wishful thinking. Like, you ain't winning with that. You need other things around him in order for him to succeed. And you need a bomb-ass play caller. Uh, let's go to God of Creation. How you doing, man? I, I wish I could say good, but, man, this is – 
boy. Hey, man, what in the what? Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. This is somehow worse than last year. I, I, I thought we couldn't get no worse than last year. I really didn't. That's crazy I really thing. didn't. I, and then last year at the end too, uh, we was we was done with it. And then they they just they just tricked us, man. They they had some of that voodoo thinking, oh man, we're bringing in Derek Carr. Uh, we're gonna keep the same simpletons that made the same idiotic decisions last year, but we're gonna expect different results. You know what? They made they made they made us insane. They made me insane. I was like, you know what? Maybe give these guys another try. I was like, you know what? You know what I'm saying? I like Dennis Allen as a person. You know, I was like, I was like man, good defense, blah, blah, blah. But the reading was on the walls. That man is a coward. He's a he's a coward for coach. We are losing, and you want to take field goals. You are – bro, he, he, he coached he – coached, Pussy. I'm sorry. He goes. He don't got no backbone. He don't got no backbone. Pete Carmichael can't coach shit. He can't cook up nothing. He ain't cooking shit. He can't cook nothing. Oh my god. I ain't seen not one play where I was like, oh, you know what? That's that was great. No, nah, he can't cook nothing for any type of considerable amount of time. These these fools are ruining the. The organization, and you're right. Everything you've been saying from last year up until now is correct. These fools are so scared to move on when, like, uh, like the last dude just said, the whole damn division is is rebuilding. Why are we scared to rebuild? Right. That don't make no sense. Uh, I don't know. And we have good talent. It's like what. <laughs> And then, and then he gonna put Jameis in. Put Jameis. Oh, uh, Jameis, you go out there and uh, like, man, man, I, man. If I, 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 look, don't, I, I, I don't blame. I don't blame Jameis. You practice all week, right? You probably thought he was gonna be starting speaking with the media and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, in the midnight hour, y'all just gonna say, well, "We gonna roll with, we gonna roll, roll with Derek." Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, man. I don't right. blame. I, I, I can't blame. I can't, I can't blame, blame no none of these players. Yeah. I really can't. I can't. And the sad because if we had a if we had any type, uh, literally, if you if you bring any good coach to this team with this same weak ass schedule with these great great players on both sides of the field, they are they are, we are probably four and zero. Oh. We are probably four and zero. We we look good. We're we're producing more than nine points. I know that for sure. With Doug Peterson, with Doug Peterson, we we four and zero. With with Eric Bien and we were four and zero. With Frank Wright, we are probably four and zero. Yep. Yep. With anybody else than these two losers, and I'm sorry, like I said, I oh I want to do. I I love Dennis. I, I'm a defensive type of player. And I love defense, right. and I love the things he's done for our defense. But like you said, man, all that shit, that shit out the – get that shit out, man. Get that yeah. shit out. That shit don't – that that ain't it, my boy. It, you can't it, – it's like a, it's like having a girl that only offers looks. Hey, look, that's it. That's all. That's all you get. You don't get nothing else. And I, I'm tired of this. Oh, that, that defense, great. Cool. Defense, great. I love it. Cool. 
hey man, we at some point we gotta produce uh, something. Some gotta produce. Some ain't working. Somebody gotta do something. And like you said, and it's a whole bunch of cowards. Not only from the coaching staff, and it sounds like it, there's cowards in 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 the media too with this because it's a bunch of just people that don't hold anybody accountable, and then. And and then he and then he doesn't like Dennis Allen won't even say the the he'll he'll buy oh man we I mean we did all right we just gotta uh, like he won't hold nothing accountable he can't be like oh man nah the team nah we gotta and that starts on me as a coach um I need to reevaluate what I'm looking at he and I, I don't hear none of that I don't hear none of that TJ ain't none of that being said. This is all man. We we'll go get them again, guys. No, we won't. No, we won't, man. We not getting nothing again, man. We had a seventeen point lead against Green Bay. Had them boys looking pedestrian, and then blow up in the face. You don't do that. That like that's not that's not indicative to the players. It is not. Yeah, that's all. That's all. That's all stuff. I, 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 I don't know. You you are literally correct. There's nothing you are wrong about. We sweep the street. We need to help people accountable. We rebuild, tear it all down. And I, I, and I don't like they, they are afraid to restart. Tear it all down, man. Because this ain't yeah. it. Yeah. You, you're going to end up making yourself get pushed even further back, not making the necessary adjustments. That's, that's what's going to happen. Literally. Literally, I, yeah, well, I, this, this, it, it, and this is, yeah, I, I, because I, mm-hmm. I, this is, this, yeah, yeah, this, this, this is, is the first crazy. time I, I was, I wasn't even mad. I, I'm, I'm not, I wasn't like, even it's mad. Crazy, I, it's crazy at this time. <laughs> I'm, I'm not mad either. I'm not, I'm not mad because I, yeah, yeah. Look, nobody, it's like, disappointing. Man, Man, I don't, I don't expect anything. Like, seriously, I don't expect anything from this coaching staff at all. Like, anything like anything that's optimistic, like, that is a shock to me. Like, and I can see why. Like, we get mad at Saints fans. We get mad. We get ticked off. We start talking about, like, oh, man, they don't want to give us the respect we deserve. We, they don't respect us. You know, all these different things right here. But why should they? Like, that's the question. Why should they respect us when you got a coaching uh, a coach that – you know, can't really leave men, you know, super conservative, oh can't get out of their super. own way. Like, I, I don't see, like, that, when they say, oh, the Saints not going anywhere, like, we get mad, we get frustrated, like, but at right. this particular point, can you blame them? Blame them. The Literally, with the riding's the on the wall. Man, I ain't about to bet the house to cause the kids and the dog on this at all. Like, I ain't, <laughs> man, I ain't about to, look, God of creation, I ain't about to waste my time on that. Like seriously, you ain't like, lying. I turned the game off. I told my my dad called me. He said, "Dang man, uh, y'all y'all got Baker bacon." I was like, "Yeah, he man, for real." Got this man out, got this man out there cooking, like, cooking. Like, I was, everybody- I'm like, man, this is tragic. I have to I have to turn it off, TJ. I turned the game off. I turned it off. Second second half came. I, I was done. I was done. <laughs> I couldn't do it no more because I'm like, okay, they don't care. They don't care. I, hey, look, I'm not gonna care. I don't. First of all, I don't. We not even gonna get no money from these dudes winning anyways. So that's one. But two, we definitely ain't gonna get anything from them losing. So I'm just gonna cut it off. That's yeah. it. Like y'all, yeah. y'all don't care. Oh, cool. I don't care either. 
Right. <laughs> just watch the games and, and see what we get at the end of the season. But uh, go ahead, Creation, man. Thank you uh, for the call. Like always, call back anytime, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Much love, man. Keep telling right. the truth to these boys. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it, man. Take care. Yeah, shouts out to God of Creation, man. But, you know, in moments like this, it's kind of hard for us to kind of process what we just saw. I mean, looking at your team, you expect for them to do something this year, high expectations or what have you. But the more things change, it looked like the more they stay the same. And in that case, we got to hit the music. Let me tell you a story about a coach with an 8 and 28 record. He had an opportunity to change the way the NFL world would look at him forever. But listen. good to my team man <laughs> just be good to my team that's always gonna be a classic that's that's probably like the best spoof i think we've done man. We've, done, uh, we've done maybe like six or seven different uh you know songs but that one right there is my my all-time favorite right there that's, that's my all-time favorite right there uh let me read a few more and then we're gonna go ahead and get up out of here man but thank y'all so much let, let me make sure you know, I got to make sure that I, I read the donations at least, man. A lot of people, you know, like I said, man, it, it, you all invested in the show. I, I really do appreciate this. Says, oh, we're going to have to start wearing paper bags on our heads uh, and post pics to social media in order to get their attention. Now, I'm good on the paper bags, but I don't care how, things, how bleak things get. Calling me by my government, Timothy J. Jones, my bro. What can I say that hasn't already been said? Honestly, uh, Dennis doesn't even deserve you to sing that song about him, man. But I'm glad I did. These, I mean, look, we, we won't just leave on a completely uh, sour note here. But let's go ahead and look at uh, some of the stats uh, from your New Orleans Saints, my New Orleans Saints, what have you. Let's go ahead and read some of these stats. Um, let me go back and press the back button here. Derek Carr, 23. Of 37. I don't think I ever seen anything like this before in my life. 23 of 37, 
127 yards. This man threw 37 passes and only mustered up 127 yards. Wow. Taysom Hill, one attempt, 13 yards. Jameis Winston threw the ball one time down the field for an interception. Uh, pretty much summed up the game here. Uh, Kamara, 11 carries for 51 yards. Taysom Hill, four carries for 10. Adam Prentice with his old no tote in the mail ass. One carry for five yards. Kendra Miller, one carry for three yards. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. Derek Carr, two carries for one yard. Mike T, uh, staying on brand here, four catches for 53 yards. Rasheed Shaheed, three catches for 33. You got Alvin, 13 catches for 33 yards. You got Taysom Hill, one catch, seven yards. Adam Prentice with his old no blocking, no catching ass, one catch for five yards. Uh, Kendra Miller with one catch for five yards. Chris Olave, your first round draft pick, the guy that you went out here and traded for the with the Philadelphia Eagles for a pick. If you wouldn't have got Chris Olave, would have end up being Jalen. Uh, what? Yeah, yeah, being uh, you know the what's the guy's name? The one from uh, Jalen Carter. Excuse me, would have had Jalen Carter. Thank you. Um, but anyway, here's here's your number one guy. One catch, four yard on six targets. Then you got two fumbles, one by uh Derek Carr, lost it, one by Adam Prentice by the goal line, lost it. Uh defensively, Pete Warner with eight tackles, Malcolm Rose with eight tackles, Isaac Yadam with six tackles. He also had that interception, uh, which was for completely a waste of time. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore, five tackles. Tyron Matthew, five tackles. Demario Davis, five tackles. Jonathan Abram with five tackles. Colin Sanders with five. Brian Brzee had a pretty good game. I guess if I'm looking at some promise, I guess I'll be looking at Brian Brzee. He had a sack in the game. He also had four tackles. You got uh, Cam Jordan out here with four uh, tackles. Zach Bond with four tackles. Alante Taylor with four. Carl Grandison with four. Nathan Shepard with three. Uh, Isaiah Foskey with three. Zach Wood with one. Uh, JT Gray with one, DeMarco Jackson with one, Lonnie Johnson who left the game. I'm pretty sure like he had some, he had a, uh, I want to say a knee injury or something like that. Uh, well, he didn't register anything. And uh, man, I, I guess you have to say Blake Groovy, three for three, um, long 44 yards, nine points on the board, which was all the points that the Saints scored. Okay. So if we're playing soccer, we'll be in business. But since the Saints actually play football, um, American football, um can't really do nothing with that so ha huh, man this is uh this is bad stuff right here man i'm not gonna sugarcoat it. i mean it's pathetic it's absolutely pathetic sorry and um i'm sorry you have to subject yourself to this like uh i'm sorry you have to subject yourself to this this, this sorry performance um i wish i had the answers for you but i am not sway i do not have the answers i don't know how this team could get better when you have a conservative coach uh who who is uh not aggressive uh you got a offensive coordinator who is not aggressive who just basically playing darts out there and got a bunch of plays on it and he's just throwing the darts at the board and say okay i'm gonna call this okay i'm gonna call that you know when you have this going on with your team it's uh it's pretty hard to find a silver lining here like i i don't know what to, like i don't know what to tell you i mean the saints have absolutely no identity offensively i feel like the defense is just getting frustrated uh you you think that Things are going to change because you got a quarterback that you spent $150 million on who has been in the league for 10 seasons, and you thought that he would change your fortunes. But uh, it, it's, it's, looking, it's looking like the same thing as last year, right? No matter who you put in, no matter if it's Jameis, no matter if it's Andy Dalton, no matter if it's Derek Carr, 
things are going to stay the same. And what makes it even worse is you got so many talented players on this team at the wide receiver position, at the running back position, and yet you just can't get out of your own way. The New Orleans Saints are going to have to fire P. Carmichael. It's just that simple. I don't see him changing. Uh, you, you can't make a person what they are not, right? And uh, P. Carmichael is a guy, he is a minion. He is a, he is a behind-the-scenes guy. Like, he is, he is one of those guys that's just okay. There was this movie I watched, and it was about – it was a football movie. And it was this dude, he was a backup quarterback, and he was just happy, man. He was happy. He was able to be on the team and, you know saying, get the girls and stuff like that after the party and stuff like that because he's on the football team. But then one day, the starting quarterback got hurt, and he had to go into the game. And – he was so nervous about it, right? I was like, man, you want me to go in? And he didn't want to play. And that's kind of the same way I look at Dennis Al. I mean, uh, Pete Carmichael. Pete Carmichael was a guy, he was good on Juicy Fruit duty. Uh, you know, Sean Payton needed some Juicy Fruit. Let me go up here and run up these stairs and get it for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to be out here. I'm going to be up here in this boot. And you just can call all the plays. I'm cool with that. And I can just, re you know, get a check for 14 years. But now you're thrust into the, the, the spotlight and now you're looking suspect. So I can't even blame him, you know. And, and then on top of that, when I think about this also, can we really blame Dennis Allen? I mean, excuse me, I keep on saying Dennis Allen. Well, yeah, we definitely can blame Dennis Allen. But can we blame Pete Carmichael? Because if you go back, into the archives, you will see that Pete Carmichael didn't want to be the offensive coordinator. He didn't. The Saints wanted him to be the offensive coordinator, and he wanted to have another job somewhere with the New Orleans Saints, but he did not want to be the offensive coordinator. And the Saints practically begged him to be the offensive coordinator. So I'm just wondering to myself, maybe – the Saints should have just took him at his word and said, you know what? He didn't want to do it, so let's not make him do it. He didn't want the job. And, of course, you know what I'm saying? Like, once again, we tried to psych ourselves out, including myself. Oh, man, you remember that game where the Saints uh, put up 62 points? Pete Carmichael called the plays. I mean, but we, we had to realize that Sean Payton was somewhere around the vicinity. So, and he probably helped with the install. This team needs to get rid of Pete Carmichael, and um, he needs to go as soon as possible. Like, the energy of this offense, these guys are starting to not believe. They're, they're, like, you can see it in a body language. You can see it in the route running. You can see it uh, on the offensive line. They do not believe in this guy. And if Pete if P Carmichael continues to do this, the Saints are going to be picking in the top five. It's just that simple. If Dennis Allen cannot hold this dude accountable by one, telling him he on a hot seat, a number two, relinquishing him of his play calling duties, then he should get the hell up out of here too. Like seriously, if you can't call a spade a spade, if you're too nervous about what somebody may think about you, then you don't need to be the head coach. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. And uh, let's see, I I'll read a few more. Thank you to everybody that uh, chimed in on today. Um, we'll just uh, 
we'll pick up on the next episode. You know, I'll take calls again, you know, for all those that didn't get a chance to actually chime in. It's, I mean, we've been going at it for about two hours. Says uh, Dennis Allen uh, ain't going to hold uh, D.C. accountable because uh, then he would be looking. He will look strong. Uh, let's see. Carr uh, didn't even practice. Last uh, say uh, call a heart a heart. And I mean, you just got to call a spade a spade, man. This is not a good football team. Uh, let's I'm, I'm trying to see. It says uh, Dennis Allen won't do the right thing by his team. He's not right, and he's just a liar. Well, I won't talk about how much of a guy's a liar, but as a head coach, he's having a rough outing. I can tell you that. Uh, let's see. We need Ben Johnson for the Lions offensive coordinator and head coach. I'm definitely on board with that. Or uh, you need somebody, if you're going to keep Dennis Allen around, you need somebody that's just going to, you know, be innovative like Ben Johnson is. Uh, why is Alvin Kamara not in on third down? Uh, they had a fullback in on third down. He dropped the ball. That could have been a first down bad coaching. The running back can block too. Stop putting the fit, the yeah, the football in. Yeah, I, the fullback. I guess you mean the fullback. Well, I don't know. I don't know what all this Adam Prentice love was about today. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the hell was up with the Adam Prentice love. Like Adam Prentice must have like bought some, like bought the the Saints coaching staff like some some Rolex watches or some Bungattis. Uh, I don't know. You know, what I'm saying a trip to to Turk and Caicos. I, I don't know what the hell he bought him, but he he was getting some mad. I I don't think I ever seen Adam Prentice get this these many targets and this much love in a loaded backfield. Like mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Like homeboy homeboy must have really came through. He was employee of the month or something. And it was like, man, we're going to put you in, Adam. We're going to give you your moment. I don't know. But too much too much Adam Prentice love for my liking. But I want to say thank you all for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. This has been fun. 471 people have stayed here to the end. We got as high as 711. My goodness. Last week, we had more streams than we ever did. This week, we exceeded that. So it tells me that the State of Saints podcast is pretty damn good. And I thank you for that. I appreciate everybody that called in. I appreciate everybody that donated. I appreciate everybody that was in the chat, making the chat live as live can be. I appreciate everybody coming through with their enthusiasm and their passion and their love for this team. And it, and it's, it was showing in your calls and the way that you express yourself with your thoughts about what transpired on today. And if the Saints can have that type of enthusiasm what i saw as far as the calls the comments then i think that the saints would be undefeated right now but they're not because the saints have a head coach and an offensive coordinator that are losers if you don't hear anything else that i said here today or whenever you're watching this podcast if you're not watching it live dennis allen p carmichael are losers and the Saints are smelling like losers. And this is a this team is too damn good on paper for them to look and resemble losers. The Saints right now, like seriously, like y'all, y'all might y'all might think that I'm crazy, but I am not even sure if the Saints can beat the Chicago Bears. Like, seriously, I, I am like. 
I feel that way about the Saints. Like that that is not a good thing, right? These guys just gave up what a what they gave up a 17-point lead uh to the Denver Broncos, who got 70 dropped on their head last week. I'm I'm serious. I, I don't know. Like, can you confidently say that the Chicago Bears, when they play the Saints, that you can confidently say that the Saints are going to just wipe the floor with them? Keep in mind, this team scored nine points last week. They against the Green Bay Packers with no Jaya Alexander, with no Watson, with no Aaron Jones, with no Batiari. The Saints still could not get 20 points. So I, I don't I don't know. Like, seriously, like you can talk about the Chicago Bears all you want to, but at least they score points. At least they score points. But make sure you subscribe to the channel if you have not already. Hit the like button. Previous episodes available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM. And uh, also you can interact with me on Twitter or X at TJAYJones8. Till next time, all I got to say is, who they? Don't let these tears fool you. It's all dog around this mug. I'm good.